name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. We are here celebrating um, our Lord's submission to the law, uh, his bowing in humility to circumcision, which in regard to his own condition, he did not need that. Nor later, he did not need his baptism. But he does all these things for our sake. So this great humility that the Lord shows to us is a very powerful thing for us to understand. The saints teach that the, uh, this coming to circumcision was uh, to, one, obey the law given by him, but also to unite the law, the, the old and the new covenant, because he was ending the old covenant and starting the new. So we were seeing here a circumcision of the flesh, but he was instituting the circumcision of the heart. So this is the beautiful kind of transition, this moment in which the Lord submits to the law, but then introduces the new covenant, the new law. So uh, we see this beautiful moment in transition uh, for us. So we hear it uh, in the uh, epistle, a circumcision made without hands, a circumcision of the heart, a circumcision not just of the flesh, but of, of, uh, of our, our human condition. The things that are, are fallen in us, this is what the Lord says, I want, I want to cut those things away. So, this kind of union of both of these beautiful things. Um, so, the submission, this circumcision of the heart, uh, we're told to love our God, the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. So we look at this as a kind of uh, a door opening from the teaching of God to us to uh, love God with all our heart, to circumcise the heart, to, to look at the things we think of and say, and to really begin to uh, exercise those things that aren't profitable. We have to have, I think, in our life an important uh, discernment that God gives to us, that certain thoughts are out of bounds. They're circumcised. That I don't go there. I don't chase that thought. That thought I don't go after. And we normally learn that by going after them and finding out that at the end of that thought is not a good thing. But we have to say to that, say, that's a, a lesson. God's saying, don't do that circumcise that thought. And I think it's a really important spiritual practice that we have to discern those things. We should know, as we live the Christian life, there are certain things or thoughts we do not chase. And we just have to say, I am, these are circumcised. I am not chasing this thought. Uh, so... Um, Important, I think, that we understand that that's, that's, a, that's an effort we make, it's a circumcision we make, that we say, out of bounds. Out of bounds. The other thing of the heart is, is to check our desires. What's our desire? Do we have these desires that kind of, um, how to say, may not be in harmony with the will of God for our life? Can we always say, no matter what we're desiring, but your will be done? 
Can we add that and with great confidence understand that that's the best for us? That our desires are, are submitted to God's will? You know, the saints use this uh, phrase that helps me a lot. To obey and take comfort in the perfect will of God. To obey and what? Take comfort in it. It's the best. It's the best. We have to understand how important that peace is. Not just to obey the, the will of God, but to take comfort in it. Because it's the best for us. So we have to, as we move through life, we'll circumcise those desires that aren't profitable, that I know that these are not the will of God for me. So I, I have to kind of cut those off. Because when I, if I follow those things, those desires tend to uh, cause doubt in my heart about what my life is and what God, how well God is, what God is to me, uh, how much God loves me. I have all these desires, but they're not fulfilled. Does God love me? Yes. In fact, he's not fulfilling those desires because they're not good for you. <laughs> so, thank God for unanswered prayers. Sometimes we know that. You know, we just look back and say, boy, I'm glad he didn't say yes to that one. So important for us. So these efforts are important to us. And uh, a little word about St. Basil, the great um, beautiful bishop in the church, uh, a great uh, hierarch, incredible aesthetic, a great teacher, um, and uh, a, uh, a man of great charity. So they call him the bee of the church because he gives honey to the faithful and stings the heretics. <laughs> I love that. The bee of the church. He lived in that time where there was controversy in regard to what the, what the creed was going to be, how the creed was going to be stated. And so he stood up against the heretics, stung them. So um, these things, I think for us, let's look at these three aspects of St. Basil's life. Charity, which is that of cultivating a loving, compassionate heart for others. These are New Year's resolutions, by the way. These are your New Year's resolutions. To cultivate a charitable heart for others. And when you find your heart not leaning in that direction, you have to move it away, move, move back to charity, move back to love, move back to compassion. So important to us. Uh, asceticism, the strengthening of the will. You know, it's interesting, um, when our will is compromised, um, we, we fall to things, we, we, we willingly move to things we shouldn't do. Um, it's, it's many times because we're, our will is not practiced. It's not honed, it, which is one of the great reasons for the fast and self-denial. You need things in your life you say no to. And you need to be very consistent with those things. Because that, that, in that, your will is strengthened, powerfully strengthened. So when you come to those things that are potentially very disastrous, your will is strong. It says no. It's practiced. It's practiced. You know this about anything else you do in life. You know, you get really good at it when you practice it. But so the will is an important aspect of us. And you always say, 
well, I don't understand the fast. What about the fast? What about all these disciplines? Those are aspects you, you need to say no to other things in your life and say yes to those, those things that God has given to us. Your will is an important piece, an essential piece in your spiritual struggle. So strengthen your will. That's uh, resolution number two. Oh, number three, uh, St. Basil was a great theologian. And the church teaches that uh, the mind is sanctified in prayer. Other things, but that's where it's mainly sanctified. You know, it's interesting that as you pray and pray the prayers to the church, those words become, they sanctify your mind. They change your mind. They make your mind holy. So my encouragement to you is when you pray, feel that that's what's going on. Your mind is being sanctified. You're moving away from stuff that you should not be thinking and filling it up with good things. Father Richard, my spiritual father, told me, he says, Father Nicholas, your mind is, has, a, has a finite capacity. If you fill it up with good things, there's no room for the bad. <laughs> so this is an important piece for us to understand these three aspects of, uh, of our spiritual struggle. One is the heart needs to be compassionate toward others. The will needs to be strong to avoid temptations, and we need to have a, a mind sanctified by prayer. So may this be our resolutions this year. May God bless us and continue to help us through uh, the many uh, adventures that we have before us in 2022. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.